Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stevie Wonder had the 45. Had it. Had the 45 record. This goes out to my girl, Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, yes. (laughs) I don't know that man for seven years. They've, They've been separated for seven years. Trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. She's everywhere. She's on every talk show. Oda, Stephen Colbert. She's everywhere. She's got Serving a book. It up. She's got a book coming, of course. Today, I believe the book is released. Everybody's dropping books, Alex. Everyone's and and in these books, they're bombshells. That's the they call it's a bombshell. Yes. What type of bombshell do you have? That's when you when you write a book, they ask you. You have anything? We need a bombshell here. What do you got? You know, Britney Spears has a book coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, Julia Fox. Yeah, oh, that's right. I didn't know she could yeah, write. Yeah, yeah, she's got a bitch written in crayon. Uh, she's got one. And uh, and then Jada Pinkett Smith. A lot of bombshells in, in Jada Pinkett's. She's got, uh, you know, she keeps uh, harping on this alopecia. Yeah. Everybody's got it, according to. It's an epidemic. According to according to Jada Pinkett Smith, nobody can just go bald. My father's been bald since he was nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's just a he's just a bald guy. He don't have alopecia. But she said a Tupac. You know, she keeps bringing up this Tupac. She's, yeah, I don't know. If I guess they had a relationship at one time. Mm-hmm. Tupac is hot again. He's in the news a lot. He's, yeah, you know, they find the killer of him, whoever that may be. There's there's controversy around that. Jada Pinkett always brings him up. She was with him. She wasn't with him. She was. She was. Uh, he has alopecia. She. He didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> She's gonna bring it up twenty five years later. Uh, and the alopecia, of course, was the thing that started the whole the slap. The slap. Yeah, yeah, it was because you know Chris Rock had made a joke. We all know the story mm-hmm. and the reason why she was so. Uh, offended by that joke because she's not just bald. She's not G.I. Jane bald. She's alopecia bald. Yeah. That's a big difference. Uh, but now it looks like she has hair again. I'm seeing in some of the uh, interviews she's doing, she has like the, you know, the hair she always had, like a little hair. And so I don't know if this alopecia thing is real or not. <laughs> I mean, I can't. But anyway, it's, uh, I don't know where we all stand on Jada Pinkett Smith. Do we like her? Is she too much? Does she do acting anymore? Do we want to just see her in a in a role, or like a, you know, just playing a, instead of just being Jada Pinkett Smith? 
because I feel that's what the Smiths have become. Mm -hmm. They've just become like the now they're you know Will Smith is now just he's this I don't know he seems like this um, emasculated man that from from the Oscars who slapped Chris Rock and you know sat on Red Table Talk and heard about mm -hmm. um, the entanglement. Yeah. So now I don't know if we could separate ourselves anymore to the guy who used to just you know punch aliens on in movies right or yeah. men in black or anything i try to think of like will smith's movies that i liked mm -hmm. and i mean i saw men in black it wasn't my they weren't my favorite uh type of movies the men in black movies and then i remember seeing independence day good one when they first made will smith a big star yeah and that was kind of a good one i guess i mean it was corny and stupid but it was kind of supposed to be and then he did you know he did some dramas he did the one uh where he was homeless with his child. Oh, uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, Pursuit of Happiness. Wasn't that his real child? Wasn't yeah. that Jaden? Jaden. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, so I've liked stuff that he's done. I can't say that I haven't. Then he's done some bad movies, but who hasn't? Mm -hmm. And now I don't know if, can he do another movie? Can he get back in just being an actor in movies? Can he get back to being, because he used to be like this funny guy on all the talk shows on the Lettermans and, and Leno's. He was funny and, Everybody loved him. Yeah. I mean, now, he, he had the bit, one of the biggest sitcoms of all oh, time. Oh, that right? as well. I mean, yeah. You know, he was the Fresh Prince. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know where people's careers go. I mean, I'm sure he's doing fine. I think he's he's do, he's going to be fine. Yeah. But I'd love to see the next move. I'd love to see the next move for Jada Pinkett Smith. Is she still Jada Pinkett Smith? Jada Pinkett. Because they're, they're still yeah. they're trying to work it out. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to keep up with what's going on with them, but... I wish the best for everybody. I hope people read the book, buy the book, get the book, read the book. People ask me, will you be reading Jada Pinkett Smith's book? <laughs> what the fuck do you think? Absa I haven't read Moby Dick. You think I'm going to start with Jada Pinkett Smith's book? No, thanks. Um, and then, you know, same thing with Britney Spears. Uh -huh. Will you read Britney Spears' book? I'm like, I, you know, yeah. I, I would like to think that I'm going to be the person who says, before I sit down and read Britney Spears books, I'm going to read uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. And then I'll get to Britney. And then I'm going to read Last of the Mohique and some classic American mm -hmm. novels. Then I'll get to Britney Spears book. Yeah. You know. I'd rather read Julia Fox's new book than Britney <laughs> it's Spears' probably new book. more interesting. I, honestly. I don't know what, it, you know, but it's probably more interesting. What dirt is left for well, Britney Spears? Well, they're saying that, that, I'm glad you brought that up, Alex, because... Justin Timberlake, uh -huh. Alex, is shaking in his boots Ooh. over this uh, this forthcoming Britney Spears, which I think is coming out next week or something. Uh -huh. He's concerned that he's going to be talked uh, poorly. You know, they're going to talk poorly about the their dating life mm -hmm. when they dated. Yeah. You remember they dated. They Mouseketeers. Was, Mouseketeer, they were both Mouseketeers. Then they dated when, you know, she was Britney, he was mm -hmm. Justin from NSYNC and... It, I always thought it was kind of like, you know, as I always say, one of those fake publicist relationships, you know, mm -hmm. you're a pop star. He's a pop star. Let's get together and take a couple pictures in denim suits. Yeah. You know, they, they have that famous picture of them both wearing like a, a denim suit. Yeah. Which is a good look. I mean, it was back in 1993 or whatever year that was they were going out. But anyway, apparently now they're saying now that she she says in the book that she had an abortion during their their relationship mm -hmm. whether she says it was his or not i'm not sure yeah. i just read that headline this morning so who knows that's a alex that's what you call in this business you call that a bomb that's a bomb that is a fucking bombshell that is more of a bombshell than tupac at alopecia no yeah. um so <laughs> so we'll see i mean who knows i you know if justin timberlake has taken his lumps of late you know i said this We've talked about this before. I think Timberlake was supposed to be more than he turned out to be, which is fine. He's doing great. He's having a good life. I think he's an older guy now. I think I think what they wanted for Timberlake was they wanted Timberlake to be Taylor Swift, mm -hmm. you know, uh, or they wanted it to go. F and it did for a second. It, it looked like it was heading in that direction. Yeah. Look, we got the biggest star in the world here. He does everything. He's talented in in every aspect of of talent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's funny. He can act. He can sing. He can dance. He does it all. 
five-tool player, as we say in baseball. He's everything. Okay. Um, but then it looked like the movies weren't killing it, and I say this all the time. I think sometimes these pop stars, like the Timberlakes, the Beyonce's, the Taylor Swift's, they go into movies, and I think they're bored by it. I would love to hear one of them say that one day because I believe this is what happens. Taylor Swift, she's not doing a ton of movies. They could, she, she could do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. If she wants to do a movie. I know she got this Eras movie out, but that's just a concert film. Yeah, she's not doing acting, acting. Yeah, and a character I mean, she role. Could. Yeah, she could. She did Cats. Oh, she did in, she? Yeah, she was in Cats. Well, that one with James Corden. You butt the one your we all goofed, yeah. The one we all goofed <laughs> on. Because they all looked weird in it. They yeah. were dressed like cats. And it looked, it was fucking terrifying. Uh, but except Taylor Swift looked fine because she's kind of a cute p- person. If you put a little cat face on her. Mm-hmm. But you put a cat face on James Corden. It looks, he was like a big old yeah. fat English cat. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Uh, anyway, so that's... I believe that Timberlake, Beyonce, they're bored by movies. Movies are boring. Mm-hmm. If you're Robert De Niro and you've done nothing but movies for your whole life, you could do movies. You could sit in between takes for six hours, do one line, take six more hours off. They set the lights, come back, do another line, take six hours. So if you're like a like a Taylor Swift or, or Justin Timberlake who's used to you know, going out in front of 30,000 screaming Arenas. fans and yeah, going yeah. wild, loving everything you do, and it's quick, and it's you're out in an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, they're like, I don't need this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit in a trailer for nine hours while you set up lights. Yeah. I believe that. So they're like, I don't know. How many movies do I want to do? And Timberlake was kind of good. Mm-hmm. I, he was decent in some movies. Yeah. He was better being the second guy, third guy. You don't need to. He doesn't need to be the top guy. Yeah. Running scared. Yeah, he. Did. I think them. he was in the the, the Facebook movie. Oh, which, I think yeah, and he was right. kind of good in that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's not a bad actor. Mm-hmm. And then of course some shit happened, you know, with Timberlake, and he was cutesy guy. He was, I believe, him and aren't they from the same part of the world? Yeah, I think him so. and Britney Spears aren't they Louisiana mm-hmm. or something like that? Anyway, he was cutesy guy. I think the Christians loved him. Everybody loved him. He's not too controversial. Then he got controversial. You know, he's on Saturday Night Live. He was dancing with Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. What more do you need from this guy? Yeah. But then he was holding hands with different people, not his wife. They caught him a couple of times. Looked like he was having a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. Started to get a little older looking. Started to look like he doesn't sleep well. You know, these yeah. are the things that happen when you start. You know, 22 is 22. 42 is 42. And I think he likes to golf. I think he's just one of those guys who's like, what am I? What do you want me to do? What do mm-hmm. you want from me? You want me to be making four movies a year? I'd rather be golfing. Yeah. So, and that's where he's at now. I don't know how much he wants to work, and I don't disagree with him. Um, so there you go. We'll see what happens with him. Do but we, he's concerned that you know this is going to be another black mark on his uh, already. He's already taken a couple of hits over the years. Further like, tarnish. Yeah. Do I need more yeah. of this? Just go, just do the NSYNC reunion. Mm-hmm. It's what everybody's well, asking for. That's what for. I was going to ask. At what point is, do you think he needs the money at some no, point? No, it's not money. I don't think it's money. I don't think it's money. Okay. I don't think it's money. I think it's just, just do it. Yeah. Just get back and and, and get with the guys, mm-hmm. you know, and and everybody could go. And do, it's going to go straight to stadiums, yeah. probably. It's going to be 60,000 seaters. Uh, let, next summer, let's do it. Roll through the hits. And everybody, and it's a, and it's a year of you getting, um, you know, getting a positive news, yeah. uh, you know, shit like that. Yeah, Timberlake uh, holds a fan. Yeah, right. Know, exactly. Did an engagement at a, outside of Chili's. He showed up at a bookstore, yeah. mm-hmm. and there you go. Yeah, I just fixed his career. Who else is anybody else want me to fix another career? Yeah, Julia Fox. Uh, what Julia do you got Fox? for her? She doesn't care. Yeah. She's one of these people who says, "I, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm barely." I'm lucky to be alive. She yeah. was a, I don't know what, she's a drug, she was in drugs, she was, I don't know what she does. I, mm-hmm. Is she an actress? I don't know. Yeah. I can't fix her career because she's not telling me mm-hmm. what she does. <laughs> I mean, she, she's like. She needs a sellable skill. Yeah, you need a skill, you need to yeah. tell me something. If you, if you, if you put in ceiling fans, I'll tell you where you can go to do that type of work. Yeah. But if you're just going to walk around in, in strange outfits, uh, you know, showing off your, your, your tits. Yeah, I mean that's something too. There's nothing wrong with that, but mm-hmm. 
I don't know where you can go with that outside of the places we all know you can go with that. Right? Did I say enough? Yeah. Okay, good. Speaking of people who've been around for a long time, we lost a dear. We lost, you know, we were Suzanne Summers. Let's yes. just let's just get it. We lost Suzanne Summers. Uh, yes, a couple days ago. I think she was 73. Uh, and who doesn't know Suzanne Summers? Suzanne Summers is one of the people I love these type of people. And like I say about rock stars and, and the older rock stars, things like that, we're losing them. Mm-hmm. We're losing these type of people. Suzanne Summers being one of them. Uh, they're just, and I think this is an ear, maybe not because I was talking like Julia Fox might fit into this category, uh, as does like the Kardashians, I guess a little bit. But there was a whole era of people. Now, I'm not saying Suzanne Summers was necessarily one of them because she actually did do some work. Yeah. Um, you know, outside of Three's Company, she's probably most famous for Three's Company. Mm-hmm. Do we have that theme song up? Yeah, let's get it. Uh, while, we, while we're talking about uh, Suzanne Summers, Now, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Alex, you could look this up. I believe Suzanne Summers not on like Farrah Fawcett, Majors at the time, Farrah Fawcett Majors, mm-hmm. right to Lee Majors, played the Six Million Dollar Man and beyond. Um, I believe Fall Guy. Want me to just keep? Want me to just keep referencing Lee Majors' roles? Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I think that they were both only on the shows. I mean, Farrah Fawcett was so famous for Charlie's Angels, and Suzanne Somers so famous for Three's Company. But if I'm not mistaken, I believe they only both did one season. Suzanne Summers, I think, just did one season of Three's Company. Then she left and was replaced by Priscilla Barnes and then beyond that, some mm-hmm. other people. Uh, but I, I, I don't think she was there as long. She certainly wasn't there as long as Joyce DeWitt mm-hmm. or Jack John Ritter or any of the other. Uh, I mean, I think Priscilla Barnes was on the show longer than Suzanne Summers. Mm-hmm. But who the fuck knows who Priscilla Barnes is? Yeah. But she, So Suzanne Summers is one of those people that... She just, for whatever reason, we took to her. And then she did a bunch of other shows. She's the Sheriff. You know what this was, Alex? No. She was the Sheriff. Oh. I mean, what more do I got to tell you? She, like a gal? Suzanne Summers was, who's the Sheriff? People would walk into this town, and they'd cause trouble, uh-huh. you know? And then they would go, like, well, we're going we're gonna to call the Sheriff on you. And they were like, what? Yes. And then Suzanne Summers would walk in, and I'd go, wait a minute. She's the Sheriff? Yes. She's the Sheriff. Have I said enough? Yeah. Okay. You want this theme song? <laughs> yeah. Of oh, She's the Sheriff? Of Three's Company. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah. find She's the Sheriff. If you oh, want. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Three's Company. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting now, this for is obviously you. a cover of something. This is not the original. You may try YouTube. This is. No. This, this is Spotify. This will, we this, got it. Yeah. We got it. But this is not the people who actually sang it. I'm sorry. I've never seen it. I know, I, I'm, and what, and you probably shouldn't. It was 20 years before you were alive. Mm-hmm. I loved it when I was 11. Mm-hmm. I loved it. But I've since watched, like, YouTube clips. You know, you go down these YouTube rabbit holes mm-hmm. of, like, John Ritter, who I love John Ritter, but his, he had a shtick, and his shtick was just he was clumsy. Yeah. But then he got to the point where he was leaning too heavily upon the clumsy shtick, I believe, mm-hmm. to where he was... He was just tripping on everything. Okay. And so he was, I watched a little clip of, he. you know, this was back in the days, once again, I long for these times. I'm going to let them go. They're done, mm-hmm. uh, ad- admittedly. I'm going to let them go. But I love the time when you were, like I said, you were famous on TV. They were like, you're a pretty good TV star. You're doing well on ABC at 8 p.m. You know what else you should do? Sing a song. Mm-hmm. And then they, they had a hit song or a record. Whether it was a hit or not, who knows? Yeah. But some people actually went on to have hits. And so they give him a record. Then they're like, your record did pretty well. You know what we're going to do now? You're going to do a primetime special mm-hmm. on ABC, NBC, CBS, whatever network they were on. Primetime special. The John Ritter primetime special. with with tonight On tonight, John Ritter's primetime special. You His guest tonight. Audra Lindley, Paul Lynn, uh, Fanny Flags pops by. 
Uh, Wayne Newton knocks Ooh. on the, and that was always the stick. People would just come knock on the door. You know, mm-hmm. hey, hello, oh, and people would applaud. It's Bob Hope. What are you doing, Bob Hope? I happen to be next door. I decided to come over to see what's going on, John Ritter. Anyway, <laughs> John Ritter comes. I see a little clip for him. Uh, his the intro to his John Ritter ABC special, mm-hmm. and he's just tripping on everything. He's walking to the studio. And he's tripping on the bicycle. I guess the director's like, yeah, you know, we, you know what you do, right? And he's like, yeah, 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 I, I got it. You just trip on shit. Mm-hmm. And he's just tripping and can't even, I mean, it's like, it was this guy, is he okay? Yeah. So, it's like my father <laughs> tripping all over the place. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's, uh, it's, it's a time, a long, a, 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 a bygone era. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne Summers was part of that era. And now we lost Suzanne Summers. She battled cancer for many years, but she was very successful in many different ways. She had to, she was the exercise person, which that's another bygone era. Mm-hmm. The exercise person, yeah. where you could have a career based solely on some sort of exercise apparatus that didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. She had something where you. Uh, it was a, a, a the squeezer a thing. Squeezer. She squeezed her thighs together. I forget the name of it. The what Suzanne. Some we everybody had. It. I I can, Everybody yeah. had. My great grandmother. Everybody did. Yeah. had that dumb device that just took up space in your house, and then you just saw it on on out in everyone's garbage. Mm-hmm. Like two years later, it was it was on every street corner waiting to be picked the up. The thigh master. The thigh master. That's right. Yeah. How can I not forget? Remember that. The thigh master. Mm-hmm. She must have made a fortune on the thigh master. Yeah. Um, Jane Fonda. These people. They were just. They became famous for exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a different time where the body didn't even have to look. Not. Not to say that Suzanne Somers and Jane Fonda didn't have amazing bodies. They did. But it wasn't what you look at today. Yeah. It looked different. It would, they were just. I don't know. I don't want to say thicker because that's not the case. But they were. It wasn't, you know, there was no muscle tone. Mm-hmm. Even if you, you looked at Suzanne Summers, like, yeah, it's a good body, but it's not like today's standards of, I mean, I guess things are just different with protein and whatever. Yeah. Back then you ate cottage cheese, did a couple of thigh mashes, like, <laughs> I look amazed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, uh, she will be missed. Who didn't love Suzanne Summers? She mm-hmm. was, you know, she sang. She's not unlike Timberlake. She did it all. Um, she was always success step by step. I believe that was another like series that she had that with Patrick Duffy mm-hmm. that ran for years. These dumb shows ran for years, of uh, ten years, eight years. These, you know, you watch them now and they're just. I mean, it's completely unwatchable. Mm-hmm. It's the. It's about not to. I mean, I shouldn't besmirch the 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 memory of of Suzanne Summers, but I'm and I'm not just talking about her shows. But all the there was an era of of sitcom. We're not talking about the good one. We're not talking about the Cheers and the good ones that were in the in in between the Cheers and the Night Courts and some that were actually quality. There was just the ten of us and just dumb <laughs> dumb shit, you know. And uh, so and Suzanne Summers was in some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, just. One day, Google it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But anyway, she, she was most famous Three's Company. Did you see how many seasons she was on Three's Company? She actually did 100 episodes, but I oh, believe she did? they did about 25 per season back oh, then. So, so she was probably on about four of the oh, seven Oh, I didn't realize she seasons. had done 100 episodes. Well, that's uh, more than I thought. But anyway, she'll be missed. Rest in peace, Suzanne mm-hmm. Summers. It's sad to see. I know she was married for a long time. Uh, her husband and her had, a, you know, they're very famous in Malibu. They had, mm-hmm. she, I think she lost her house in one of the Malibu fires years ago. And she was just part of the world. She was part of our American world, you know, pop up on People Magazine every now and again, mm-hmm. get a QVC line going. Always successful. Yeah. Um, and that's g- good for her. I'm, I, I hope she had a nice life. This is what I say about everybody. I hope when, it, when as, they're, as they're, they're seeing their final days, I just hope they look back on it and go, you know, it was a good one. It was a good life. Mm-hmm. Whether you die at 52 or 73 in the case of Susan Summers, I hope you look back on it and go, I think I, I did what I needed to do here. Yeah. I think I made a couple of people happy or put some smiles on my family and friends' faces. Yeah. 
and uh, you know, pass down a couple. So I'm bucks. sorry that I won't yeah. be able to get to read the Britney Spears book, but <laughs> you know, you gotta some things you just gotta have to let go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Rite Aid. Rite Aid. I've heard of it. Oh, have you? I mean, we've all heard of it. They just announced bankruptcy. Oh, Rite Aid wow. is uh, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. They're one of the biggest companies in America. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you the problem with Rite Aid and why they've needed to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We all know Rite Aid. Now, what we don't know is, are we talking about Rite Aid? Or are we talking about, what's the, the uh, Dwayne Reed? Dwayne I think, Reed. I think those are gone now, too. Okay. And or uh, what's the other big one? CVS, yeah, right. Walgreens, Rite Aid. We, I, we don't necessarily know one from the next. Mm-hmm. You know, we like them all, but we all go into them for the same type of reasons. Yeah. So you don't go, oh, I prefer CVS over Walgreens because they have a better toothpaste section. Mm-hmm. I, we don't know. We're just like they're all kind of the same thing. And I, we all love them for what we need them for. You walk in there and you can get everything. And I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Here's the problem with Rite Aid and what they've done wrong. They went, we know what we need out of a Rite Aid. But they went too much. They, they started having, there's a bit of a clothing line in some of these. <laughs> I think it's, you know, and it's, and the clothing line, I don't know if it's in your neighborhood as well, but here in, in, in Los Angeles, at least where I live in the Valley, they have um, some just real, like, ugly, like, uh, shirts mm-hmm. that are exclusive to the neighborhood I live in. Okay. Say it's Tarzana currently. And uh, so you'll go into the, into the Rite Aid here in Tarzana, and they'll have, like, a beach cover-up, like an ugly beach cover-up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a tie-dye beach cover-up. And at the bottom, they frill it up a little bit. Yeah. Put a little, some beads and frills on the bottom of it. It's f- listen, if you're living in a Cocoa Beach and you're 72, this would probably be a nice way to cover yourself up in between, yeah. you know, running from uh I don't know, the microwave <laughs> to the to the to the walk-in tub. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but it's probably a nice way to cover yourself up. But I don't know if I if I'm buying it in in Rite Aid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But Rite Aid has a bunch of them. They got mittens, socks, and I think that's too much. I think, anyway, and once again, I don't know if you guys have it in your neighborhood, but if you don't, I, take a look. Because maybe you're just walking past that aisle every mm-hmm. day. And you're like, why? Well, I got to look at the beach cover-up aisle. I don't need a beach cover-up in, in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. But here, and maybe in your neighborhood too, Alex, <laughs> yeah. wherever you live, at, maybe your, the ones in your right aid say the project's on them. I'm not sure. Whoa. But uh, yeah, yeah. So did. I took a fucking swipe at you. <laughs> You weren't even ready. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you were on your you were on your heel. Yeah. And you just <laughs> cracked me in the throat. <laughs> and you were just sitting there being a nice guy. Yeah. And here I come, calling the, the place you live the project. That's yeah. not nice. Uh anyway, <laughs> they say they say Tarzana on them mm-hmm. here in, in the right aid in Tarzana. Yeah. They say tar- like as Listen, I get sometimes you're like in a it's city. Like a hot spot. Like, yeah. You know, I get, listen, if you go to Nashville, maybe you mm-hmm. want a shirt that says Nashville because it's Nashville. Yeah. Or uh, Miami, New York City, Ve- I Chicago. grew up in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, Vegas. All right. the Walgreens. Exactly. You, know? you yeah. want something because it's a big city that yeah. people are like, hey, you been to Vegas? Have I? Look at my shirt. Got the shirt of Walgreens. <laughs> I, I'm, obviously, I've been to Vegas. I'm wearing a Vegas t-shirt. Yeah. I always thought it was interesting when people would give, they'd go to these places and they would, you know, buy you a gift. You know, if say your your mom and dad went to a city, and mm-hmm. then they would come back and they'd get you the shirt from the city. Yeah. When you were a kid, it was fine. But when you're an adult, they're like, "I bought you a shirt from Nashville." Like, but I didn't go to Nashville. Like, that doesn't make any difference. Wear it. And then people go, "Oh, you you go you've been to Nashville? No, <laughs> no. What are you wearing a shirt for?" I right, listen. It's a long story. Somebody got. Anyway, you could get a Tarzana beach cover up. Is what I'm saying at Rite Aid. Mm-hmm. That's a problem, and that's why Rite Aid is currently yeah. in Chapter 11, because you don't need the beach. And if I was the CEO, when I just fixed Timberlake's career. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to fix Rite Aid. Yeah. I'm busy today. Rite Aid, lose the beach cover-ups, lose the mittens, lose all of that. There's certain sections you need to make smaller. 
I mean, you could literally go into Rite Aid now and buy Cheerios, which is fine, I guess. But who's doing that? Yeah. I, one time, was buying milk in a Rite Aid. I know. Listen, some, I happened to be there. We needed milk. I was buying some other stuff. And I said, let me grab a milk while I'm here. What's wrong with that? And I ran into a friend of mine, a guy who used to work with on Chelsea lately. <laughs> and he's a funny guy. His name's Dan. And he sees me in the aisle with the milk, and he goes, oh, no. You're that, you're that guy? You're the guy who buys milk? Groceries? And yeah. yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, sh- I guess I am. Like, I didn't want to be caught by anybody. And I need, I happen to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have made another stop. But why? He's like, because... You're supposed to. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to be the guy walking through the aisles of Rite Aid with milk. And I was like, all right, I, you're right. I'm going to give you that. Mm-hmm. He never let me live it down. That was 10 years ago. I still see him from time to time. He goes, hey, you still buying your milk at Rite Aid? I'm like, I did it once. <sighs> <laughs> I was sitting. I mean, the funny thing was I'm standing in the aisle with a big cart of milk and I'm wearing a Tarzana, Tarzana Beach cover up. Yeah, thank you. Alex. <laughs> Thank you for getting the jokes. He's a, he's right on board. I'm over here. Oh boy! So I thought that was uh, that was interesting. Rite Aid. I mean, who doesn't love a Rite Aid? Like in New York City. And the other problem with Rite Aid mm-hmm. is they're every five feet. Yeah. You know, and I think that they're literally on Ventura Boulevard, right here on I think it's uh, I'm going to say it's Laurel Canyon and Ventura. Mm-hmm. There's a Rite Aid across the street from a Rite Aid. And yeah. that's not a joke. There <laughs> okay. really is. Yes. There's, they're 15 feet apart from each other. And that's got to be part of the problem, mm-hmm. right? There's just too many. But who doesn't love it? Like I said, it's just one of those places. Now it's just bedlam. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you go to New York City and you're like, well, I'm not going to, I don't need to pack all that shit because I'm going to be in New York City. There's a Rite Aid or, or you know, Dwayne Walgreens Reed. Or yeah. on every corner. I could grab that if I need it. Mm-hmm. And then you go in there and it's just bedlam. Yeah. There's nobody working anymore. There's one guy working. You know, he's just, he's just, he's got the weight of the world on his yeah. shoulders. He can't. Do you know where this is? I, I'm, I can't even, I'm so busy. I can't, mm-hmm. I got to stack this. The shelves are I all gotta, empty. Yeah, it's just wild. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously they're, they're having their problems. And it's more brick and mortar issues, yeah. I think. And but I don't like. I don't even think that's just right. It. I get that vibe at CVS. I get that vibe saying. at Walgreens. All yeah, of yeah. them. It's just a. Well, you uh, know, I put them all in, yeah, in, yeah, under yeah. the same umbrella. Whatever they're considered, like you know, pharmacies. I guess at yeah. one time they were considered that. But and the other problem with Rite Aid was. See, I'll read about it a little bit. Rite Aid is the third largest U.S. drugstore chain. They just filed Chapter Eleven bankruptcy protection on Sunday. It's likely the company will close a big chunk of its 2,000 stores. Mm-hmm. Now, what are you going to do with that? That's a giant store. Yeah. What do you do with that now? I mean, where, what, what what's, I, I know I say it all the time in this podcast, but what becomes What of these, goes there? Yeah. I know. What goes, because it's got to be a certain mm-hmm. size of store yeah. that goes inside a, a Rite Aid. It's a giant, the Wall Street Journal reported in September that Rite Aid might close 400 to 500 stores as part of the bankruptcy proceedings. Uh, the company hasn't confirmed that yet. At the same time, big box chains and grocery stores like Walmart, Target are opening pharmacies. That's the other problem. Mm-hmm. So you can get everything done in those. And it's not as shameful. It's not as shameful to buy milk in Walmart and Target. I don't think. It no. could be. Uh, I'll let you know if people shame me when I do it. Uh, poor decisions and crushing debt. That's what poor decisions are. Beach cover-ups, I believe. And they also got... They had to pay $24 billion or some crazy number mm-hmm. for the opioid crisis. Yeah. They were, there was a lawsuit in the opioid crisis that they were giving out opioids too willy nilly, too freely over there mm-hmm. at Rite Aid. And they, and they had to pay. Uh, yeah, they, they were like some crazy number that they had. And, and that is part of the, uh, of of the bankruptcy, mm-hmm. they like to, they just couldn't afford it. Uh, anyway, it's a lot of uh, people chiming in about it on their on their Twitter. Mm-hmm. People people have nothing better to do but go over to Right Age Twitter and tell them the reasons why they're closing. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's just they're making it personal. Well, I'll tell you why they they're banned. Two thousand stores are filed for Chinese. It's because I was there a few weeks ago. And you charged me for something that I didn't buy. Uh, yeah. And I didn't realize until I got back to my house, I looked at my four-foot receipt, 
That's a big joke that everyone does. They yeah. The, the big receipts. The coupon receipt. Yeah, the big long receipt. Yeah. Man. A, everybody had a joke about that one, a long receipt. Mm-hmm. You're killing the trees. I yeah, yeah, one, right. Yeah. People were using it as a scarf. It was fine. You yeah. saw some fun stuff. Okay. Anyway, there you go. That's the situation on that. <laughs> Support for Cover to Cover is brought to you by Manscaped. Look at that, Alex. Look who's back. Ooh. Our favorite, Manscaped. Oh, we have been promoting and and singing the praises of manscaped for no pay for a <laughs> long time now we love all things manscaped of course they are the best in men's below the waist grooming their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels manscaped performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle are you ready for what you get if you listen to cover to cover yes sir you get 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with code cover c-o-v-e-r at manscaped.com now let me just say this about manscaped off book now it's not just the grooming it's everything about it everything you get with this package you get the 4.0 trimmer the weed whacker uh ear and nose trimmer Crop preserver, Alex's favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner. <laughs> Alex loves that as well. I do. You get performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. It it everything smells amazing, and I recommend going over to manscaped.com to look at the colognes. Yeah. The the shampoo sh- conditioner. Yes. The the Great. lip the lip of like chapstick. The bomb. The, bomb, the yeah. lip balm. All of it is just so amazing. I I can't say enough about my love of Manscaped. You guys know that. I'm happy they're back. Anyway, get 20% off and free shipping with code COVER, C-O-V-E-R, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code COVER, C-O-V-E-R. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. You know who else is, was going through some problems, uh, and they and they were trying to figure out a way to uh, to make it better, hmm. make their business better. Was uh, Victoria's Secret? Oh, you have a joke in your act. Alex. I do. You do a joke about Victoria's Secret. You say Victoria's Secret is from Ohio. Mm-hmm. That's her. That's her secret. Yeah, she's from Ohio. And I recently heard a country song. That steals your joke. What? Who is this? I don't know, but I heard oh, it. Coming, I, you know, happened to be driving in one of my rental cars, uh-huh. and I, you know, it's like pop radio was. Yeah, on. I just can't get anything else. And it was a song that goes, you know, Victoria's Secret is she's from Ohio. Basically, the song is saying, don't, you don't try to be the body type that Victoria's Secret's telling you mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, this is what the the meaning of the song is. And they're saying because Victoria's Secret's an old man from Ohio. Yes. He's telling you how you should be. Mm-hmm. This is a real song. And I heard it and I was going to text you, but I know you don't look at your phone. I'm so looking. Why would I bother? Um, was it Toby Keith? Could it be Toby Keith? No, it was a woman. It was a oh, woman. Okay. It's like a new song. It's, you know, and maybe it wasn't country. It was just a hit. Anyway, uh, Victoria's Secret rebrand is over. Mm-hmm. They've decided we are now. The rebrand, the radical transformation of Victoria's Secret is over. The American lingerie chain has spent the last two years overhauling its hyper-sexualized image. So mm-hmm. much so that they stopped doing the CBS. Remember they were doing this big Victoria's Secret CBS show and it's becoming yeah. kind of a hit. Mm-hmm. People were, you know, like every year they did it and it was something you want. They had a couple of bands play. Harry Styles would play. Here comes all the Victoria's Secret models mm-hmm. would come out and the big ones, you yeah. know, the uh, the Alessandria Ambrosias would mm-hmm. come out wearing wearing the uh, the, the the diamond bra it's and the, worth, the wings. It's a hun- yeah, and the yeah. wings. It's worth a hundred thousand oh, dollars, yeah. and here she comes wearing it. Heidi Klum's mm-hmm. coming. Lamas was it? Oh, Adriana. Adrena, isn't that one Adrena of them? Lima, Adriana Lima. Adriana Lima. Lima. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. She was one exactly. Anyway. Uh, the bid to regain cultural relevance and win back young consumers who preferred more on-trend upstarts like Savage X, Fenty, and Parade. Mm-hmm. That's what they, I guess there's other people out there now. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's just your time is up. And Victoria's Secret, it seemed like the time was up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like, you know, I talked about this on Juicy Scoop this summer. A lot of people are crediting me with, uh, you know, with the, with the, with the trend, the fashion. I said the trend for last summer was going to be no bra. Okay. 
And it turns out I was right. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. Walk yeah. around the streets of Brooklyn for 10 minutes. These boobies are flying everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, so right there, I mean, that's what Victoria's Secret does. If people aren't going to wear it anymore, you're screwed. Yeah. There were some successes with their uh, rebranding. Uh, they launched a new... They had... Now here... Okay. Whether this was the problem or not, here goes. This is what everybody tries to do. How do we rebrand? How do we become more relevant? How do we become Savage, X, Fenty, and Parade? Mm -hmm. What do we do? Yeah. We get Megan Rapinoe. She's a soccer player. Everyone knows Megan Rap Rapinoe. Mm -hmm. uh, a lesbian woman, I think. She's out and out lesbian. Nothing wrong with that. She's married to, I believe, a football, a basketball player, Sue Bird. I believe they're a couple. Yeah. Married. Good, Beautiful. good, good work. I know. I don't know how I know this dumb shit, but I do. <laughs> anyway, so she became a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah, uh, I think that might have been problem number one. Mm -hmm. When you got a brand that's working, and you maybe some there's going to be some dips in your sales. That's just stay the course. Yeah, ebbs and flows. Stay the course. Mm -hmm. You Victoria's Secret is Victoria's Secret because of Alessandra Ambrosia. That's who we want. It's this. We got into a strange time, and maybe things are correcting themselves or whatever you want to consider it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But it's okay for a model to be a model. It is okay. Yeah. It's maybe some people will be influenced, young women. Maybe uh, I have a young daughter. I hope that she could look at a model and go, I don't necessarily have to look like her mm -hmm. because genetically I probably won't. And it's not my fault because I have model-like features. If my daughter doesn't look like uh, Alessandra Ambrosia, it's my wife's fault. Yeah. She's a little, little thing. It's her side. Yeah, it's her side. It's mm -hmm. her people. My people have given all we can give. I have long legs, mm -hmm. so my daughter could have a statuesque physique, Yeah, but my, my, my wife muckied it up with her genetics, mm -hmm. and I probably some of mine outside of me. Mm -hmm. I'm the cream of the crop in the Frangiola family. Yeah. You and my brother's pretty good, too. We, the 2839 Ocean Avenue and Ron Conkoma Frangiolas, kept our shit tight. Mm -hmm. Can I say that the entire family did? Not necessarily. No. There's some freaks in the bunch. So genetically, we're, it's in there. It's in the mix. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's my daughter... It's always in the mix, I know. Though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But, it, you know, I don't know if my daughter's going to be Alessandra Ambrosia because my Uncle Stevie's genes are in there, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anyway, but Megan Rapinoe's not not the answer for Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Neither is transgender model Valentina Sampo. No. It just there's a place for that. There's a but it's not other spokesmodels never favorable reviews. Online critics never translate into sales. The brand is projecting. Now here's this is a bad year for Victoria's Secret. The brand is projecting revenues as as six point two billion in this fiscal year. Mm -hmm. That's a bad year. That's a bad year. They're down about 5% for the previous year and well down before. In 2020, there was $7.5 So it's trending downward. Yeah. The most recent campaigns have featured models like, hey, now this is what you need to be doing. Yeah. Haley Bieber, okay. Emily Rentajetsky. Yep. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. If we're looking for underwear, I don't go in and go, what does a Megan Rapinoe wear? <laughs> I, I can tell you what Megan Rapinoe wears. She's yeah. not wearing Victoria's Secret. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm going to assume she doesn't. She's probably got a big old <laughs> cotton bloomers on. I don't know what these people... But Haley Bieber and Emily Rentajensky, yeah, they are... That's who you want. This is what we want. Uh, whether it worked or not, who knows? Who, they fit right in with the Heidi Klums and Adriana Lemals, you said. At twenty, as well as the uh, their ambassadors Paloma Elisor and Ali Tate. Oh, these are their plus size models. Mm. Paloma, oh, let me take a look at Paloma. Oh, there she is. There's Paloma, a Lesner. Big old big gal. Yeah, but you know, good looking. Yeah. What do you think? Take a look at her. Good looking. Yeah, you. Alex would. You, big old gal, good looking. I second yeah, everything she, you said. I didn't say old. You said old. <laughs> oh, she's big, not a big old gal at all. Big young gal, good looking. Oh, and now they they teamed up with tennis champion Naomi Osaka. Mm -hmm. She's cute. But that's once again Naomi Osaka, nice, good looking lady. But it's the wrong. What are you going doing? the wrong direction? What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to. This fix. is cotton. Naomi on. Campbell. This is what we yeah. want. Come on, people. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, they, they're going to go back to. 
the old school way and say, can we fix it? Can we can we right the ship by mm-hmm. going back to what brought us here? Yeah. Dance with the with the gal who brought you. Uh, is what they say. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Um Victoria's Secret. Do you wear it? Do people wear it? Is it still a thing? Who knows? I still see them in the in the malls. Mm-hmm. They're still there, you know? They used to have a perfume, right? That everybody wore. Yeah. Did they have a hot perfume for a minute? I think so. Also, uh, there seems to be kind of this idea that we want more inclusivity in this world, you know, mm-hmm. but Skims isn't hurting. You know what I mean? Like every, everything Kardashian-based yeah. is solely based on looks and body, and they're the richest people in the world. Right. So I think the algorithm works, you know? All right. It's, you might be right, Alex. You know what emotionally intelligent people use? What two-word phrase? Emotionally intelligent people use a, a brilliant two-word phrase to build mental strength and improve themselves. I don't know what emotionally intelligent even means. I, yeah. I don't think I'm emotionally intelligent enough uh, to, to know what to it means. To read the article, yeah. But uh, but I think I'm I think I am emotionally. I'm going to say that I am mm-hmm. based on I don't even know what it means. But I'm going to I know what emotional means. I don't know what intelligent means. Mm-hmm. Put those two together. I think I have what you're looking for. Yeah. I believe you've spent a you've had a whole long career of successfully reading the room. I would call that mm, emotional intelligence. Yes, exactly. Thank yeah. you, Alex. I think you might be right. I think that's what it is. There is a term that emotionally intelligent people use. Um, and you want to know what it is? Yes. I remind myself every day of these two words. Okay. This is written by an emotionally intelligent person. Seek discomfort oh seek discomfort Mm -hmm. okay yeah you understand how can that phrase help you build a habit of continuous growth to answer that question let's examine the history of the phrase seek discomfort now what does that mean to you alex seeking discomfort does that mean just putting on a a poorly fitting pair of shoes (laughs) i have a pair of pants okay that i like the look of them Mm -hmm. they look good but my wife calls them my bad mood pants. She's like, if I'm in a bad mood, she's like, you're wearing those pants? I'm like, I am. She goes, why are you doing this to yourself? I'm like, well, because if I have to be somewhere where I have to look the part, yeah. I got to wear these pants. Mm-hmm. They, they, they do, they grab me in all the wrong places. We all have something like that in our wardrobe. Mm-hmm. It's just the, everything about it is wrong, but we just, for whatever reason, continue to wear it. And I have a pair of pants. I, I'm I'm kind of losing it more and more on these type of pants, but sometimes I'll wear them. And that, that might be me seeking discomfort because yeah. they are the most uncomfortable <laughs> fucking pants I've ever put on in my life. Okay. Uh, so is that seeking discomfort or mm-hmm. is it more to it than that? Do you feel that these pants help your emotional and you know intelligence? I don't know. I don't know, Alex, but we're going to find out. How do you seek discomfort? Uh, I live in North Hollywood. There you go. <laughs> well, analyze the science by motivation, willpower. To... Okay. See, I learned a phrase, seek discomfort from a media company, which I followed for years. Yes, theory, which begins on a YouTube channel. Oh, who cares? Seeking discomfort. These two words had changed our lives, writes Dahlia. We realized in pushing ourselves. Oh, it's to push yourself beyond your limits. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Listen, this all sounds great if you're fucking 24. You gotta seek discomfort. You know, this this is one of those phrases that, like I said, if you're 24, this could change your life. Mm-hmm. I went out and I skydived because I was scared of it, and I did it, mm-hmm. and now I'm a better person for it. I feel like I've done pretty well in life, mm-hmm. and I never did any of that shit. Yeah, people are like you don't. You're scared of it. Yeah, you should, but you gotta face your fear. Fuck no, I don't. Nope. No, I don't. You know what I'm scared of? Bullets. <laughs> you scared of those? Yeah, because they're hard and they pierce uh, vital organs. Well, you need to. I don't face... need to jump in front of one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay away from bullets. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't. I don't want to get involved. And there are other things like that. People are like, why don't you um, snorkel? Drowning. That's why. Mm-hmm. Because eight years ago, I read a story about somebody who was bullied into doing these things like you people do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to do it, Chris. It's so freeing. I faced my fears once. You know, we all know one. We all know these people. Yeah. I faced my fears, you know, 
48, never had a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you know, just uh, that person. Yeah. We all know. Starting a business every three years. I have a great idea for a new business. I'm doing a online, I'm selling um, these things that I make online. I have a Etsy page, uh-huh. you know, but they got all the fucking answers, you mm-hmm. know, because, and you know why I am this way, Chris? You know why my Etsy page could potentially be successful? Is because I face my fears. I seek discomfort. And you don't. <laughs> no. And I'm like, yeah, I live in a two and a half million dollar house and I never seek discomfort. Them. You know what the most discomforting thing I did was? Buy this fucking house that I can't afford. <laughs> That's discomfort. <laughs> oh my God. But you know what I'm talking about? We all know somebody mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And they're the ones who seek discomfort. And then they bully other people into you got to do it. Yeah. You got to, you know, you go to Cabo. You got a parasail, mm-hmm. parasail, whatever that fuck yeah. thing is where you get up the back of a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Three Mexican guys who can care less if you die or not driving mm-hmm. a boat and they got a parachute on the back and they're like, get on it mm-hmm. for $100. I'm like, I don't think these guys, are they, do they have the medical background? Say something happened. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jaime is going to be able to resuscitate me no. if need be. But anyway, that was a get on that. And face your fears. Yeah. And we see it every six years. Somebody gets tangled up the next day. <laughs> you know, they're bouncing around. Yeah. We don't see it. You know, and they get to get them to the shore. Ah, oh, she's dead. Yep. You know, you think they care in Cabo? Like, ah, okay, it's fine. Yeah, next thing you know, they're, they're running off, uh, braiding some girl's hair and painting a dolphin mm-hmm. on her ankle. Yeah. They got, they, they don't give a shit. Uh-uh. Another dead American. Who gives a fuck? It happened to me one time. <laughs> I jumped over, I think I talked about this story. Yeah. In combo, I jumped. They made me jump off a boat. Oh, swim. You got to swim in these waters. These shark infested, treacherous, undercurrent fucking waters. Get in. Mm-hmm. And I did. I, I seeked discomfort. Yeah. And I jumped in. And I, I, I barely made it to the beach. How I made it to the beach, I think there was the Lord above just said, not today. Not today. Not today. Chris has to be, if he died today, there's going to be 78 sad people in 10 years at a uh, at a gift shop in Muhammad, Illinois. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to look at the, I think somewhere, the good Lord above saw that. Mm-hmm. He said he's going to make he has a plan 78 for you. people happy yeah. at a gift shop. So let's not kill him today in the waters of Cabo. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He let me get to the shore somehow, but I wasn't going back. They're like, you got to swim back now. I'm like, fuck that. The boat was a mile out. And they sent me a little kickboard, and I kickboard my way back out. I made the boat drive down to an area that I was like, drive down to that area where there's no waves, mm-hmm. there's no trouble. And they did, and I kickboarded my way out, and I made it. And yeah. I'm alive to talk about it. But there's people who aren't. There's people who've taken that risk, who've seeked discomfort. Mm-hmm. I choose not to. I don't need it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that was, you know, as we get to the end of the podcast, always, mm. we there's always a story that I'm like, we need one more thing, which we not, don't necessarily do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like I can't just do 38 minutes. I got to give these people a quality program mm-hmm. and mixed in with a lot of different things. Like everyone's talking about Jada Pinkett. Everyone's talking about Britney Spears. Everyone's talking about all. This. I said I got to give them something that's true, cover to cover. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, Rite Aid bankruptcy. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Here we go. I don't think any podcast is talking about Tarzana beach cover ups at Rite Aid, but we did spend a solid fifteen minutes on. It. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, I don't. I still don't know if that's enough. Did I give these people enough of of what has brought us? Not unlike Victoria's Secret. What makes us us? It's not Megan Rapinoe. It's the fact that I went to Inc. Magazine. I-N-C, is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Inc., whatever, dot com. And I found a story about the two words that uh, emotionally intelligent people use. Yeah. You think anybody gives a fuck? No. You don't even give a fuck. You're sitting three feet from me. And no, you're, I care and you're greatly. you're invested in this I care greatly. Podcast. I thought you meant about You stop discomfort. listening. Six minutes no, ago. I did not stop listening. Let's hope that the 
listening. I got Megan Rapinoe pulled up on my phone. <laughs> I've been waiting to Let's get... hope the audience of this podcast isn't as disinterested in this story as you are. No, I'm highly interested. Okay. In well, anyway. Well, I think personally the seek discomfort thing is just millennials rebranding something old. The obstacle is the way. The, oh, the Stoics, what's that? Stoics have been teaching the obstacle is the way for thousands of years. The obstacle or, is the way? Is yeah. that That's like basically the same thing as... Yeah, it's saying if that mountain is all that's in your way, then climb it every day and it won't be that... It won't be in your way anymore. Wow. All right, Alex. I think that's what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. What a way to end it. Perfect. All right. Uh, I won't do any of that. I'm not going to get the mountains in my way. Then I, I just stay yeah. there. If there's a mountain in front of me, I'm like, I'm, I'll just live here from now on. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need any of this. I don't need... I've never been in in, in, in a uh, one of these people who would adopt a, 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 you know adopts these uh, mantras. Mantras. Thank yeah. you. That's the term I was looking I for. Knew where mantras. You were going. Yeah. Uh, for you, seeking discomfort could include. You want to hear a couple of things that could include? Yeah. Seeking discomfort. Uh, getting further education or training. I've often thought about that. I really have. As a matter of fact, I think on yesterday's podcast, on our on our Patreon episode, we talked about the 10,000 hours Malcolm Gladwell mm-hmm. thing. And you were saying that 10,000 hours, really, it, when you break it down, it's kind of like five years of um, full-time work. Full-time yeah. work. That's how 10,000 hours breaks down. And I was like, oh, shit. I guess when you look at it like that, I don't even know if I have 10,000 hours left in my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I better hurry up uh-huh. if I want to learn something new. Mm-hmm. You know, say I want to become an expert you know, uh, scuba diver. Now's the time. I got to do it now. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. But so that getting further education training, I'm not going to start now because it's too late. I'm not going to be an expert. Yeah. Traveling somewhere new. I do that. I do it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I do it. But am I going to places that I'm supposed to go? You I'd know. say you're facing your discomfort or Mahomet, you're seeking discomfort. Ma, you're talking, you're, you're, Growlers, uh, you are seeking oh, discomfort. Fucking, <laughs> man, that was the most discomfort I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, but I'm not going to like, oh, you got to go to the Nepal mm-hmm. and see and help the people Get a put in a, uh, uh, a well. Pl- a pl- well, <laughs> yeah. yes. And I'm like, ah, all right, all right. Or <laughs> I could do that. I could give the people of Nepal a well. Uh-huh. As and where, but that's all sounds great. But wh- how many days is it going to take me to put in that well? Well, if we do it properly, because I have a friend who does it. Uh, you see, my friend over here is wearing the Birkenstocks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yeah, I see him, he's got the big long beard. He goes from city to city and puts in wells for underprivileged children. Oh, that's pretty cool. Let me ask him a question Where does he, when the well's not there? Yeah, he shows up. Let's say he shows up and there's no well, and it's going to take five days to put that well in. Can you ask your friend, where does he poo-poo? Yeah. Because I... Hole in the dirt? I know. That's prob- That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't want to pay... See, because here's what it is. I, have to, I still have to get there to Nepal. Mm-hmm. So I, I fly Delta, LAX to Nepal. It's going to cost me... Let's say it cost me $1,300. I'm at, now I'm, at, I'm, in the, I'm in this for two grand, mm-hmm. and I got to shit in a hole... Yeah. No thanks. No. No thanks. I'd rather go to Hawaii. Yeah. And that makes me a dick. And I don't seek discomfort. So that I, I'm over two so far in seeking discomfort. Everyone that digs wells, the saints that they are, they all get malaria about thirty. <laughs> That's what I'm times. saying. There's yeah. a lot going on. I don't on need there. malaria. I don't need it either. But uh, anyway, um, want to hear a couple others? Mm-hmm. Ways to seek discomfort. Uh, meet new people. Here we go. Meet new people. That's the next one. Meet new people. Sure, I like that. I like to meet new people. I feel like I've met a lot of new people through this podcast and performing live and stuff. Have Has anyone, like, you know, people give me nice things. People are great. They give me things for my daughter. Thank you to the people. Nice school teacher gave me some nice, yeah, they're sitting right here. They gave me some nice coloring books and mm. activity. We were some doing it last Patrol. night. Yeah, you saw my daughter counting the uh, magnifying bones. glass oh, and the yeah. dog bones. Yeah, Alex was watching. Learning a language or playing an instrument. Always said I was going to do it. I, it's not. I guess at this point in my life, it's not going to happen. You play an instrument. What a language or an instrument? Uh both. I you can't. can learn an instrument. No, I can't. Yeah, you I could. got. I don't have the. I tried babble mm-hmm. that instrument. It lasted a day. I learned two words. I was okay. like, I'm, I'm done. Expanding my company. This is my company. Mm-hmm. We've expanded it. It's doing well. Yeah. How much more do I want to expand it? I don't have the time. 
And that's it. Those are the ways to that if you guys, if any of that works for you, God bless you. Go out and do it. I'm I'm all for a success story. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of success stories, we're a successful podcast that's about to end. Thank you very much. It's a Tuesday episode. Uh, I will be in. Uh, I will be at the Grand Comedy Club in Escondido, California, Friday night and Saturday night this week. Mm-hmm. If you live in that part of the world, it's cheap tickets. It's a really fun, small, intimate room uh, behind a pizza, a pretty good pizza place mm-hmm. in Escondido. It's a great, cool little venue. My friend owns it, and I like to do it. And I'm going to go down there and have some fun this weekend, doing a lot of different stuff, some crowd worky, fun stuff. So Escondido is where I'll be. Um, check it out if you're in that part of the world. And then the next like road shows are Raleigh. Uh, Good Nights in Raleigh. I haven't done it in years, and I'm excited to come back to that. That's Wednesday, November 15th. And then the next night I'm in Charlotte at the Comedy Zone. You guys came last time. We're going to have a great time. The Charlotte Comedy Zone. And then the next thing is the Comedy Vault coming back to Batavia, Illinois. Had a great time my last time there at the Comedy Vault in Batavia. Then Cleveland Hilarities. This is all December. Mm-hmm. Hilarities in Cleveland. One of my favorite places one in of the world. Best. Helium in Buffalo. I've never done it. Buffalo has been. We've had our problems with Buffalo. But I'm coming back December 7th to Buffalo. Then Long Island, you guys have better hurry. Governors Levittown is almost sold out. Ooh. Governors in Levittown. The Stadmium Theater in Rhode Island. I'm I looked it up. Ace Freely's playing there. Ooh. I mean, this is and then I sold it's like selling. Just a couple so you, of aging rockers. Sta- over I know, here. a couple of aging rockers. So Stadmium Theater in Rhode Island. You guys better get tickets because that's selling really well. And then comedy at the Carlson mm-hmm. in Rochester, which is a place I love. I have good friends. My friend Todd Youngman. Todd Youngman, you guys know Todd. He's the guy who always puts me on uh, on the Facebook page. He does all that, uh, you know, puts my face on different things. He's the best. Uh, the gr- a great comedian. Anyway, I love to see him when I'm up there. I never sell tickets at the Rochester Comedy at the Carlson, um, but I want to this time. I want to impress my friend Todd and sell tickets. So please come to that. That's December 14th through the 16th. And then... I'm done for 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done. And then I, I go on. I'm coming to Fort Worth. I'm coming to uh, 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 I'm coming to Boston. I'm coming to Off Cabot Comedy Club in Boston. I'm coming to Comedy Off Broadway again. That's in uh, Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. I believe. I'm coming to Oxnard. I'm coming to Kansas City. Should I keep going? Dude, you're going everywhere. A Dallas again. Stand up live in uh, in, in Phoenix, Tampa, oh, Tampa. and uh, Donya Beach Improv. Oh, I'm yeah. coming back to Tampa side splitters. I'm doing Miami, place I've never done. I'm doing Detroit. I'm coming to Detroit in May. Uh, what more do you people need from me? Okay, that's it. Anything well, else? You'll be everywhere. 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 There you go. That's it, everybody. We love doing this podcast. We love you that you listen. This is our new Tuesday episode. How mm-hmm. many weeks have we been doing Tuesdays? Probably four to six now, I guess. It's been a couple. Seems like that. Yeah. yeah. And they're going for it. They're fine. People yeah. love it. People love it. All right, everybody. What do we got to get out of here on, Alex? Uh, Something. Uh... This one is for uh, This one's for Britney Spears. Oh, okay. And this one is for the good If people. you play... The same Britney Spears song again. It's not Britney Spears. Oh, because I'm you've been leaning pretty heavy on toxic. You know, I find it pretty toxic that you would even say that to me. <laughs> well, you've been, you've been playing. You're like, all right, all right. Here comes toxic. Yeah, again. So well, this better be not. If this is toxic again, we got a problem. Well, oops, I did it again. <laughs> It's, you better no, not, better I, not be I that either. It, okay, go ahead. What is I it? it? This is honestly more for anyone. This is for uh, for Victoria's Secret. They're bringing oh. sexy back. And so and is JT. Yeah. All right. We talked about Timberlake too this mm-hmm. episode. I wish him the best. I hope that he doesn't get too besmirched by mm-hmm. this Britney book. He seems like an okay guy. I don't know. Maybe he's an asshole. Yeah. Who knows? He seems he's okay. sweet. Yeah. He's okay. I looked it up. They are from similar necks of the woods. He's from Tennessee. She's from Mississippi. Okay, so that's around the same area. I knew that. I kind of knew that. All right. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy it. Bye-bye.
never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.